You have tuned in to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. I am your host, Sonia Paz, and we are on episode 61. This is the episode to find out the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts, the rights and wrongs of return policies. So let's get started. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Are you an artist that is really trying to make a living selling what you do, your passion, your creations out there in the art world? And I will be the first one to tell you that you have tuned into the right podcast. This is the art education that they're not going to teach you in school. This is the art education that you are going to hear from someone who has experienced it from the front lines. And if you are tuning into this podcast, then you are a creative person. You are someone who is creating your passion. You are creating a finished product, whether it's furniture, wood, jewelry, paintings, um, gosh, sculpture. If you, even if you're just a hobbyist and you're selling on Etsy and you're just getting started and you want to start and really master knowing how to manage your art business, then you have tuned into the right place. Today, we are going to touch on return policies and the rights and wrongs and the do's and don'ts of having a return policy. Now, if you are in business, it's really important that you have all kinds of policies in place, whether it's a contract to exhibit your art, a contract to do a commission for somebody. You should have all kinds of policies in place. And of course, if you have gone to the rockstarmentor.com website, then you will know and you will have experienced that there are a ton of resources that I've prepared for you. Of course, if you're listening in and you are a dedicated listener, you will know that this is episode 61. So that just tells you that we have over 60 awesome episodes for you that I have created. This goes back to everything from meeting and greeting your customers to networking with other artists how to get your commission started, how to talk to your customers, how to ship your art, how to work and establish relationships with galleries and all types of things. So the return policy is one of those things, especially if you're going to be selling, which of course I hope you are, this is the one policy that you need to have in place. Now, it does not matter if you're selling strictly online or if you're selling straight to the consumer, to your customer. It's important to have a return policy. Now, if you're selling in person, you should have that policy posted so that they can see. And, of course, if you have sales receipts that you are giving your customers, and I'm hoping if you followed the directions in so many of these podcasts, you will know that having writing everything down and documenting things everything so that you have not only a copy, but you are giving your customer an actual receipt, you should have your return policy noted on that sales receipt. If you are selling online, then of course, this is by far one of the most important things because people are not buying it and they can touch it and feel it. They're buying it strictly online based on a photo. So you need to have those return policies 
ready to go and ready to rock and roll. Now, I would like to say that most people, I'd say nine out of 10 people have already purchased things online. That's a lot of the times that's where you can buy things that that are hard to find or that are maybe a collectible, things like art that aren't readily available in your local area. So most of us have purchased online. And it's really, really important that you start getting a good handle of what to include in your shipments when you are selling online. And one of those things is your return policy. If you are just including a small receipt with the purchase, just print out a small little slip of paper, letting people know what your policy is. If they're not happy with something, how they can connect with you. If you're doing something where you're expecting to get rated on, let's say, Etsy or eBay, and you don't want someone to leave you a bad feedback because they have not communicated with you properly, that may be because you're not letting them know how to connect with you. And some people are new at buying online and they may turn around and not really understand. They might think, okay, this is it. And they might say something bad about it. Maybe it took too long to receive. Maybe it wasn't what they were thinking. There's a variety of different reasons why people will leave negative feedback. But you want to be sure that that feedback is warranted and that it turns out to be a positive experience. So if you let people know how to reach you, how to get a hold of you, and if they have any questions prior to just lashing out online and giving you a crummy review, be sure that you let them know. Sometimes people purchase things online and it really wasn't what they were expecting. Now, for me, I think in all of my years of purchasing online, there might be a very, very, very small percentage of something that gets returned. But I do look forward to finding out the return policies and things like that prior to ordering. I will say that I have ordered a couple of things that I found very difficult to return because I should have checked those things out before I ordered. It just never fails. It, it's almost like Murphy's Law. You purchase something, it really wasn't what you thought. Maybe it was a top or a pair of pants or something. And then you go to look what their, what their return policy is. And not only can you not find one, but you find out that it is quite a chore to even reach someone to be able to achieve this transaction or to conclude or to return something. And you want to make sure also that you offer either a five-day within return policy it could be a 30 days for credit and merchandise only. You want to let people know that if they are going to be returning something that's that has been shipped to them, and if the cost to ship back that item is on the customer, you really should note that in your policy. Now, of course, certain things based on the price can have a different return policy. When I had my gallery for many years, I had return policies for 30 days of what was it 30 days for store credit or exchange and I would say in the gosh in all the years I had had the gallery I want to say we had less than five returns or exchanges and it was usually that somebody you know wanted something a little different or maybe the jewelry that was given to them really wasn't something that they liked so they would end up picking something out so it was really never an issue one of the things that I do recall is and this is a story, true story. And I'm not saying I'm not going to tell you the story thinking that or or to get you to think that a lot of people are just shady or dishonest, but 
This was a little bit interesting, and this is just going to go back on the communication part of it and this and policies kind of combined in one. I had a customer who wanted a big art piece, and she was going to be having a dinner, a large dinner event at her new home and wanted to get something really bright and colorful for this specific room that she was looking at decorating. Now, this party was going to be happening on a Saturday, and she comes in a week before So I'm talking with her and we're kind of going through the motions. Then she asks this question of, if I buy this and I pick it up, can I return it? If I don't like it, can I return it? Well, hmm. I don't want to say that she was dishonest, but my answer to that question was, why don't I bring it by? If it's not something that will work in that room, no obligation, no hard feelings, I'll take the painting back and you can find something else or, you know, look at a different artist's work or whatever. And she seemed a little put off. And I, for one, was going above and beyond. I was telling her I was going to drive to her place. I could bring the artwork. We can see if it works because then she doesn't have to go hang it up, try to figure out if it works or not, and then have to deal with returning this thing while she's trying to plan a large party, if you get what I'm saying. So she says, well, no, that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm just going to keep looking. So I don't want to say that there was any dishonesty, but I couldn't help but think that she wanted to have something that was bright and colorful, good enough for the party, but not good enough to be there for the long term as a future collector. So I got to thinking that maybe she was just looking to outfit something for that weekend. Now, I know a lot of people do this and a lot of people have done this, but you can also rent artwork out. If that, And I know this is going outside of the whole policy topic that we're talking about, but it kind of segues into that because if I had thought about it earlier, then I could have possibly offered up something to her about a rental. And I could have written up a policy for that or a contract or something. Now, that would have been a good thing. I didn't think about it at the time, but in pondering over this whole transaction thing, I thought that could have been a good solution. It would have been a win-win for us. It would have been a bonus for her. And, you know, that's going to be a future episode. So we'll come back to that another time. But you don't want to end up doing something where you have a, you know, five-day return policy after somebody wants to use the artwork for their own personal benefit. If, if they love the artwork that much, then they should just buy it. Now, of course, if you're selling online or if you're selling through your own brick-and-mortar shop, then it's really important to have these policies. Now, if you are an artist and you have a gallery or a specialty boutique that is carrying your work, ask them what their return policies are. Because you don't want, you kind of want to know where you stand. And if that's something that is going to be delaying your commission payments, or if that's going to be, you know, a subject that might be something of concern in the future, you should be asking those questions. And by all means, ask to see what the policy is. Because nothing is more confusing than having your work being represented by another, a third party And then all of a sudden, that customer is coming to you wanting to return it, and you weren't part of that original transaction. So you may have heard me say this before. 
It's KISS, K-I-S-S, keep it super simple. Make sure that you are the professional rock star artist that you are. Make sure that you're communicating. Make sure that you're communicating not only online, but you're communicating directly to your customer via conversation of what your policies are and how you're planning on managing that transaction. This also includes that if somebody is going, if you ship something or they purchase something, that if they want to return it, it needs to come back in the, in, in the presentable way that it was given to them. And if that includes the packaging and if that includes the original carton or the box or the tin or the specialty bag or whatever it is that you've created to make that experience fine for them, it should be returned that way. The more that you are on your A-game with all of this stuff will lead to better transactions, smoother experiences, and of course, revenue in your pocket. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Did you know that you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rockstar? Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can download onto your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And for you, the listeners of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com rockstar Again, that is audibletrial.com slash rockstar for your free audiobook. Be sure to check out the rockstarmentor.com website. I have lots of great information for you there. And of course, if you are on Facebook and you want to be part of our mastermind group, look for us on Facebook. You can also look for the mastermind group on the website, rockstarmentor.com. If you are on iTunes and would love to give us a nice five-star review, if you are incredibly excited about this podcast, I would really appreciate it. You can also reach me at mentor at rockstarmentor.com for any questions that you have that I would love to read on the air. We do read those on the air occasionally. I know I'm backlogged in questions, so I do apologize, but I love addressing those and do keep them coming. If you would like to see what I do as an artist, you can check out my newly redesigned website, soniapaz.com. And there are so many products, hundreds of products on there of products that I have done based on my artwork. There are some crazy blog entries on there. There's news and updates and a whole bunch of things that I've been working on for the last, gosh, going on 20 years. I do apologize for missing last week's episode. I was not in town, so it was really hard to do it remotely because The acoustics were not that great, but I hope you all have a great week. Keep being creative. Keep doing amazing art. Keep contact with me because I love hearing what's new and updating with updated with y'all. So um, that's it. That's a wrap today. Sonia Paz here, Rockstar Mentor Podcast. Take care, y'all.